Vomit in your head. Season two. I love, I love your vibes tonight. Happy Wednesday, friends, and welcome back to Aquarius Behavior, a best friends podcast. I'm your co-host, Morgan. And I'm your co-host, Samantha. We invite you to hang out with us each Wednesday to take in some chaotic storytelling, low-key learning, and, and high-quality high audio. audio. That's the Apod premise. Welcome. Hi, friends. Here we are, yet again. Pod lounge time. Mm-hmm. We're doing some evening podcasting again. Vibes are just... So happy to be here. Yeah. Pretty serene vibes for me. Mm. We've got some new lighting. I moved a lamp onto the floor. Big development. And that just, it was a simple move, but my God, did it just. <laughs> Brought the whole room together. Level up the yep. room. Yep. Holy cow. A whole new uh, lighting scheme coming at us. Mm -hmm. Now we have two lamps on either side of the room. We both have nice sources of light that are not in our eyeballs yeah congratulations and there's also everyone. some of the purple lights here it's just and you're in it's your really coming together you're in your snuggie morgan yeah <laughs> i am today Let's not skip i am today <laughs> i needed a footstool today i decided because i just want to sprawl out and like sit crisscross applesauce mm -hmm. on something soft mm -hmm. so i pulled in an ottoman here there's very little space between our chairs and the ottoman there's mm -hmm. maybe like a foot on your side if that barely i've got maybe eight inches over here yeah and right between That's us it. enjoying his oh. whole life is remus remus is loving this development he's so happy normally he's on the floor next to me and mm -hmm. it's like he can see morgan but he's still just kind of like over yonder and now he is between the two of us sandwiched <laughs> in the pod lounge he is the most happy he's right so now happy yeah, and he's just uh, cuddled up with the Snuggie, with me. He's got his little his little stuffy toy he's cuddling with. Oh, he's, he's so cute. His eyes are fully closed. Oh, I'm taking pictures of him right now, and we'll post them onto the Instagram. What a cutie patootie. Just some nice soft content for all of our listeners. I guess this so, is kind of how I'm feeling yeah, coming in. I'm mm -hmm. feeling cozy. I'm feeling soft. Mm -hmm. It's a soft wednesday yeah and on soft wednesdays what do we do sam what do we do on soft wednesdays on abpod oh my gosh we play the best friend game oh! we play the best friend game i feel so powerful mm. today i get to walk in the pod lounge i get to kick open the door and go through the best friend game cards and pick the journey we get to go on today mm -hmm. so for those of you who have not uh, joined us before on these Wednesdays, sometimes it's like we have our uh, our book nook episodes, which, by the way, oh my gosh, I'm, <laughs> Emma's getting real right now. We have our book nook episodes. Oh my gosh. We have our best bud episodes. But then sometimes it's like, you know what? I think that we just need to talk about a bunch of random crap, add a bunch of random things, and play the best friend game. Yep. So the best friend game, for those of you who are just tuning in, it is an actual board game by DSS Games. So you can look it up if you're interested. But this game, basically, it's a game to see if you know your friends. And so you can play in a group setting. There's tiny boards in here, like little whiteboards and whiteboard markers. And oh, excuse me, Remus. You got scared when I opened the box. I'm so sorry. <laughs> He was in a deep sleep, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's all of those things in this game. And there are 
dozens and dozens of cards in here that have questions on them and they're all double-sided and they're all numbered and they're all numbered Mm -hmm. so we just we don't actually use the whiteboards and the whiteboard markers we just use them as conversation starters Mm -hmm. and most of them are very silly but turns out we have some major opinions about stuff yeah this is just called opinion time with samantha and morgan Mm -hmm. All right, so, Samantha, how many cards do you have for us today? Well, you'll see that I actually have a few more than normal because I kept on finding ones that were somewhat tied together. Oh. Oh, oh, I know, I know. Kind of they're going to flow into one another. Because, of course, I am not in charge of the order that these go in. These are all going to be randomly drawn. Right. Drawn. 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 By me. Drawn by you. And uh, I have more than the normal five because some of these, we might just have a quick opinion and nothing needs to be noted. And some, we may prepare our five paragraph essay with our opening Mm -hmm. paragraph, our closing paragraph, our intro statements, Mm -hmm. um, and put our soapbox up and really just go to town. So... Uh, yeah, we're doing green side today. Oh, green, green side. side. There's a green and a blue mm-hmm. side. Today it's green side. And uh, I just uh, like to throw the question out there. And sometimes we both have opinions. Sometimes we don't have opinions. Mm-hmm. No, that's false. We always I have opinions. I usually have opinions. We always have opinions. Morgan, draw the first okay, one. Okay, we're going to start with uh-huh. this one. <laughs> going second to the left. Morgan, okay. If you were cooking to impress someone... What would you make? Oh my god! Like, talk me out of this, into the situation. What's the situation? You're going to be impressing someone. Maybe is it a significant other? Maybe are you cooking for some out of town people? Uh huh. What's the situation? Oh my! Oh goodness! Do you need to touch and hold the card? This is a I do card I need number. To touch it and hold it. One hundred and forty nine. Oh, for those of something... you playing at home, I will tell you something immediately mm-hmm. jumped to mind. Uh. Oh my goodness. Uh so okay, if I was going to impress somebody, I would make some pasta with homemade pesto. Ooh, yeah. And I would saute shrimp in like a white wine and lots of garlic and yeah, that. maybe a little bit of like lemon. Brighten and just up. Yeah, like really let it simmer yeah. and thicken. Yeah, get the bubbles going. Yes. Yep. So uh, that has been something that I have made in the past. Like a pasta, pesto, shrimp, yeah, garlic party. It's, I will say it's impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds so it impressive. Like a, My mouth maybe is Maybe like a bow tie pasta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when I met my husband, I found out he did not like seafood. I just thought, oh. Oh. That's... <laughs> unfortunate i'm gonna <laughs> like i'm gonna have to study up here <laughs> i don't think he even knows like, that shoot. <laughs> all these years of preparation it's just a missed opportunity i thought <laughs> but i impressed him in other ways i suppose you so. know that's right <laughs> husband Woo. material yeah lucky um, how about um, you what's your what's your like signature dish if you're gonna impress somebody if i and have you made it for your fiance oh my gosh. <laughs> okay so actually uh, I don't know if I've made this for Eric, but I do have a dish that brings me great pride and good feelings. Mm-hmm. As you know, in the before times, my sibling and I discovered that there were 17 or more seasons 
of Hell's Kitchen on Hulu. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And one of the dishes that we saw all of the chefs that come in and try to survive Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen, mm -hmm. they make a scallop risotto. We're oh. doing fish dishes this evening. Oh, yeah, so I have watched Gordon Ramsay scream at people about how to do six or eight scallops. See, mm -hmm. don't come for me. Six or eight scallops in like 90 seconds or less. You know, you just it's a very timed thing. And so I've watched a thousand scallops be burned. Yeah. And then with the risotto. Do you know how to make risotto? No, I've never made risotto before. Okay. The cool thing about risotto is that like it's actually easy to do if you care. So my sister and I decided that we were going to figure out how to make risotto one year and how we could make it um, condo style as opposed to like, you know, Gordon Ramsay kitchen. So there were a few workarounds, but we figured out how to make it in 25 minutes or less. Mm -hmm. And it's essentially putting rice into a pan, putting butter in there, and then slowly adding a stock, either chicken stock or vegetable stock or whatever, and evaporating it in small amounts so that the rice gets like engorged but oh. also it's sloughing off all of this it's starch so if you don't have a lot of liquid in there mm -hmm. and you're just continually evaporating about like two or three cups of liquid however much mm -hmm. uh then you get like a creamy reduced stock starchy rice butter oh. garlic situation and that's so that's surprising. like the bed that you then put whatever your risotto dish is. Mm -hmm. So of course, of course you also need to add Parmesan and garlic and other things. But the base of it is that mm -hmm. it's rice. And I always just, what did I start out? Did I start out with white rice or basmati rice? Might've been that one. Jasmine? I don't remember. It was a thousand years ago. But whatever rice, rice I started with, yeah, it was a rice. Mm -hmm. And so because you're just mini steaming it with butter and you're just constantly stirring. And so for like 23 wow. minutes, you're just stirring and then putting a ladle of broth in and then you're just stirring and then you're just putting a little <laughs> broth in and then it's evaporating and so also it's really good to make in the winter because then it makes the house all like moisture humidified and like oh. hot rice risotto time uh -huh. because it's a lot of like you're evaporating like a whole carton of stock okay so it's just a oh, lot wow. of moisture you're putting in the air and then shoving the rest of it in the rice so scallop risotto that's my answer. That sounds amazing. Ooh. Can we please wow. make that sometime? Do we want to make our seafood medley wow. and um, treat ourselves to a little seafood pasta dishes yeah. and seafood rice dishes? Because really, and then we could, you know, we could make like a chicken or something mm -hmm. for Joel. Yes. And so, because he can enjoy <laughs> yes. the risotto mm -hmm. and also homemade pesto pasta. Yes. And then there can just be a different protein for him. Mm -hmm. This is great. I this love is, this. Wow. Put it on the calendar. Put it on the menu. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yum. Well, thank you. Okay, so that was amazing. <sighs> I, I love that Feeling I never creative. know what my answer is when I, like, pick these. I try not mm -hmm. to think. I'm just like, oh, that's a funny question. Don't think, Samantha. Yeah. It's just fun seeing, it's fun seeing what cooks up in these. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Plan words. All right. Where did I, did I put this back in here? I don't know if I did. Uh, mm, I don't see it. Oh, no. I gave the card to you. Oh, so I have it somewhere. <laughs> okay, great. It's I, gone. I no longer care then as long as um, I... <laughs> Hang on. Let me see if it's in my pouch. Nope. <laughs> okay. I love that your Snooki has a pocket on the front. It does. It's a little, it's a little front pocket so I can hold my things. Ooh, okay. 
here we go. Are you ready to draw? Yeah, I'm gonna go next. The, I'm gonna go the other side this oh, time, wow. Sam. Okay, we're gonna go Ooh. second mm-hmm. from the far right. Oh. Morgan, keeping it even, sees. I like that. This is number forty-five on the green side. Oh, of the early one, the best friend game. Okay, Morgan, what was your go-to Halloween costume when you were a kid? <gasps> wow! Oh my gosh! Mm. Memory montage. As you think, are there any honorable mentions of Halloween costumes that were just like bangers? Okay, and was so, there a reoccurring one? That's the thing. I didn't have. I wouldn't say I ever had a go-to Halloween costume because I never repeated a Halloween costume. <gasps> so I oh, love that. I yeah, I didn't ever repeat a Halloween costume, mm-hmm. and I love Halloween, and so I really loved. The idea of having different costumes every year or like making costumes, doing fun makeup. I just, I love Halloween. It's so fun for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I wouldn't say I've had, I'd never had a go to costume. Uh, but some honorable mentions. Yeah. Oh, goodness. This one year, I really liked this. So, this one year, I dressed up as, uh, the doctor from Doctor Who. Oh, yes. Thank oh, you. I want to hold yeah. this card. Hold the card. Hold the card. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So I dressed up as the doctor from Doctor Who. I was the Matt Smith oh. doctor. Mm-hmm. And so it was and it was I loved my costume. I like put everything together and like kind of made it and assembled it. Uh, I had a blue tote bag that I ironed on TARDIS pieces and so I made a TARDIS bag. Oh, that's so fun. And I uh-huh. wore a red fez. <laughs> I Adorable. went to a party that year. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew who I was. Not a single <laughs> dang person knew who I was. People would come up to me and they would ask me if I was Mary Poppins. And I was like, should have seen that one coming. But yes. no. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, and so that was one of my mo- like favorite Halloween costumes that also like I was so proud of it. And I was like, this is so fun. Uh, and nobody knew who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's I, the whole conversation of like, oh, yeah. So yeah. it's this British television show. That's yep. <laughs> and I like definitely also understood the type of company I was in that uh-huh. night where I was like, OK, cool. So I'm not going to be talking to anybody about like. We're not going to be going into our favorite British seasons and... of Doctor Who. And no, 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 no. Which no. one was your favorite? Yes. Mm. Yes. So that was super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one I was really proud of, too, was when I was in college, mm-hmm. I dressed up as uh, Flo, the insurance <laughs> From gal. Progressive? From Progressive. The progressive yes. And... <laughs> Yeah, and so, and it was a very, again, like, I made and, like, put together that costume, and, like, my hair was about the same length as hers, and so, and my hair, as you know, curled, holds a curl quite well. So, as it, like, curled out my hair and had a little bump in it. A little flip. and I did look just like her. Like, I had false lashes on, bright red (laughs) lipstick. Oh, my gosh, I made myself an apron with progressive on it. (laughs) I, like, and then I carried a brochure with her face on it. Like if people weren't quite sure, because that was the first year that she started appearing in commercials. Oh, so you were flow on year it, one. Yeah, like oh, year one. And girl. so like nobody else 
I didn't see anybody else out that year who dressed like her. And and I was like going out to parties that year. I was in college. Yeah, you were social yeah. with that so, costume. Yeah, this was like 10 years ago or something. And so and that was great because everybody knew exactly who I was right away. So that was a really fun year that I felt great about my costume. I was really proud. And then everybody knew who I was. And you were recognized. <laughs> it was That's like, thank you. Yes. <laughs> I think that was the year after I was the doctor. And mm-hmm. so I learned my lesson. I was like, ooh, Not maybe go Mary more Poppins yeah, this year. More pop culture then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and we're also just like sneaking up on spooky season. I know that like <gasps> we're not actually going to talk about it because we're still way far out, but I've already yeah. seen things at stores and everything and just talking about mm-hmm. costumes. And it just gives me great joy knowing that that season is coming up. Because we, Me too. we were not like doing a lot of super big podcasting last year around Halloween because we were not actually released at that time. So this is going to be yes. our first spooky season on the podcast. Oh my gosh, mm. it will. But I, I want to know yeah. then. So like, what about you in costumes? Girl, Did you have go-to costume? I am a serial costume reuser. I oh, yeah. am all about that repurposing. It's like, oh, am I going to be a witch one year? Great. Mm-hmm. What else has a cape? Because it was all about the cape. You know the cape that I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure you've borrowed the cape. Oh, I sure did. Yep. Uh, yep. So back in... It's black. It's like a black oh, felt yes. or wool on the outside. It's and then the inside wool. is mm-hmm. like a red satin. And it has a huge hood. It's giant. And it's I, a long cape yes. all the way down to the floor. Oh, made it myself. Awesome. My mother, it was like a mother and me sewing project back in high school. So I was like, oh, I just can't find a cool enough cape for the energy that I want to have for my angry goth energy you know so every year it was just like okay what can I wear this cape with this year I'm gonna be a witch okay now this year I am going to be like a pretty um person but I'm wearing a cape Mm -hmm. it was always like oh look I'm wearing this cute costume but then I have a cape (laughs) So it sounds like you didn't necessarily have a go-to costume. You had yeah. like a go-to costume piece. Accessory. You know what? That's what like, it is. It was like a go-to accessory yes. that you would just build costumes upon. Yes. Which so is a like great idea. Reversible little red riding hood. I know mm-hmm. my sibling one is that one year. Do you remember what you mm. used the cape for? What did you use oh, the cape yeah, for? I was little red riding hood. You were little red riding yes. hood? Yes. <sighs> that's what I used mm-hmm. the cape for. Mm-hmm. And my hair was also red that year. And so it was oh, just like. A vision. Yeah. Abundance of red. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, well, do I look cute? And am I going out for Halloween? And can I put a cape on it? Yes. Yeah. To all of those <laughs> questions. Yes. I do have a bin in my basement uh-huh. that is costume pieces. Yeah. It serves mostly, at this point in my life, it mostly serves to entertain children who come to our home. And it's a dress-up bin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's where just like, you know, I've got headbands in there with, you know, ears or horns or whatever. And there's a cape in there. There's a little dress in there. All sorts of stuff. It's all kids stuff until it's October. And then and then I go through it. And stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Good question. I, uh, I'm excited for spooky season. I want to know what our listeners, you guys... Tell us what your favorite costumes were. What were your honorable mentions? Do you have a accessory that shows up as a staple in your outfit every year? It's like you've made it and now you're like, well, I've put thousands of hours into this and now I have to use it every year. What is it? Tell us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We want to know. We do want to know. All right. It's another uh-huh. card. Okay. I'm going to go in the middle this All time. Right, right in the middle. I'm going the very middle Ooh, card. Okay. There it is. Yeah. <clears throat> Who's that? Number 39. 
Wow, early ones on the green side. Do you host parties, go to parties, or not go to parties? I love to host parties. I love to host parties. Uh, I don't host a lot of parties. Our house isn't super big. Like, I feel like we can comfortably fit six adults. Mm -hmm. And then that's the limit. And so... That's also like the energy capacity right now in my life. Yeah. It's like six adults. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. So, but I do, I do like to entertain people. It's, uh, it's something that I take pride in and I just think is fun. I think it's fun to make snacks and visit with people and it's just, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, I don't go a lot of places. Yeah, so I'm I'm like open to going to parties and also hosting them. Mm-hmm. Here for it. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I mean, I think that I'm kind of the same. I uh-huh. am not often invited to parties because I mean, I, we're we're house hobbits collectively. We don't associate with a lot of people. No, but you know, sometimes we <laughs> associate with each other and our four closest adult friends. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh... I think I also love when people come to me. Because that mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. the party's coming to my home. Everyone can spread out. Come onto the couch. Let's hang out. Let's think mm-hmm. no thoughts. Let's turn. It's just more like, hey, let's be not doing anything in each other's company. Yeah. But also that's just more being around people hosting and like doing all the tiny things, like the intricate things that you mm-hmm. enjoy doing. That's a little bit more stressy from like a like crafting point of view. But I do yes. enjoy the hosting like mm-hmm. aspect of it. Um, depending on the level of effort in correlation with the number of people and how fancy the event is. <laughs> Those are my variables. Definitely. Like, there's caveats to this yep. question mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But I look at the question as I've got to give a yes or no answer. <sighs> the best friend game. And so I'm going to say... It really does. I'm going to say, yeah. Yeah. Like, I do like it. I just want to host. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Does it sometimes depend on my mood? Absolutely. Yeah. Are there certain circumstances where I'd say, no, I don't like to host? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, like, if we're looking at a 70-30 rule here, yeah, yep. sure, I'd say sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, what's next? Tight. Okay. Let's move on. Here we go. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Uh-huh. There is we have four, four left. There is oh up. Gosh. There is up to four left. Oh, up to four left. Up okay. to four left. We're going back to the left side. I'm going right. to take the far left. Ooh, it's yes. your far right. Okay. And my far left. Thank you. I'm glad you explained. Uh, one might say <laughs> it was. I was reading the card and listening to you say things and watching our voices be voices on no. the computer, and my my I my brain computer stopped. Was gonna, you know, talk about theater sides and stage sides, and then I realized I didn't remember which was which. I did, like. Stage right, stage left. Stage right, stage left. Mm. Is it when you're looking at the stage at, or when you're on the stage? Yeah, I can't There's remember. No, way to know. so it, it doesn't even matter anymore. And I'm embarrassed that I said that, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> let's move on and forget this ever happened. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Uh, Oh, stop it. Okay. Morgan. Yes. This is number 53. Oh my gosh. Still with the early ones. On the green side. Okay. Oh, I love this. 
This is another when you were a kid question. <gasps> oh, good. What was your favorite food when you were a kid? Oh, my God. I loved the canned SpaghettiOs with meatballs. Oh, <laughs> that was a quick answer. Yeah, um, tell me everything. I loved that. <laughs> Uh, I loved a lot of foods as a kid. So, yeah, I love SpaghettiOs with meatballs. Yeah. Uh, I loved, like, any kind of fruit snack thing. Sharks. Oh, my gosh. Specifically, sure. sharks. Oh, were, for you, for sharks? sharks were huge in our home. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Like, I loved, a like, a fruit roll-up. Oh, yeah. Uh, or a fruit by the foot, yeah. more specifically. Liked that a lot. It's, they're two different projects. It's oh, important yeah. to note that it's two different projects. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We also used to get these. Uh, they're uh, green apple, green caramel apple pops. The suckers. The suckers. <gasps> yes. Did you have those as I a know. kid? Yes. Do you know what I'm talking I about? I remember. And it was oh. so exciting when those were an option. But then it also was a different kind of project. Because <laughs> you have oh, to yeah, get through get the caramel, caramel first. Yes. And you don't want to get that in your teeth. Oh. And then the apple part mm-hmm. was also kind of it's definitely a, a, it a commitment yeah. for sure like don't bite it like a jawbreaker yeah uh, so i loved all those things yeah and then uh something okay my favorite thing that like my mom would make mm-hmm. was pizza hot dish that was words that i didn't think would go together yeah Tell me yeah, everything. yeah yeah okay, okay so pizza remember listeners i grew up in the midwest Okay, we have farming in your blood. Yeah, we have hot dish. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some may call it a casserole, Mm -hmm. but we call it hot dish up here. It's just the way we are. So a pizza casserole. (laughs) And it was this is what it was. It was. okay. what was it? It was a layer, the whole tube of uh, Pillsbury Crescent Rolls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you you just unfold them and lay them down so you don't like rip them apart no 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 okay no in fact you want to kind of like squish the seams together a little bit so you're just making like one sheet Mm -hmm. of crescent okay okay? and then on top of that you're gonna put some pizza sauce Uh or like marinara and you're gonna put uh just a butt ton Uh (laughs) of mozzarella cheese shredded cheese just like all up in there there. cover it all and then uh, you know, you can put some toppings and we typically would do like pepperoni or sausage. Yum, yeah. But I mean, now as an adult, I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, I could make it like a supreme. Like green pizza peppers and dish. And yes. Oh goodness. Yes. <sighs> Maybe put some spinach in there. I don't know. Okay. Can we, we do anything? Can we add pizza hot dish to our AbPod menu that oh, is definitely. shaping up? Because yes. this is some delicious. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and so then you do my all that. Goodness. And then on the top, you uh-huh. would open up a second can <laughs> of Pillsbury Crescent yes. Rolls. And you put that on yeah. top. Mm-hmm. And so it's just basically... You know, it's a hot dish now. It's like a pizza lasagna kind of. Yeah, a pizza lasagna with no lasagna fixings. Yeah. Cheese. But no noodles. Yeah. And so that was my favorite thing that my mom would make. Oh, that's amazing. It just, it was great and amazing. It just makes me so nostalgic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Multiple part answer there. Mm -hmm. Had to go with like pantry things and then homemade stuff for meals. Yeah. It's the nostalgia of like when the thing comes out of the oven, especially when you're a kid and you're like, oh, I didn't know that that was the option. And now this is in my life and it's happening. Yes. I'd come home from swim practice and 
OMG, <laughs> there's a pizza hot dish in the oven, yeah. and it has 10 more minutes left. Baba booey. Yeah. Boom. <sighs> best night okay. of the week. I need to tell you about my best nights of the week because it was very similar. I have two things. Okay? Yes. So okay. for the evening meal, it was like I walk in and, oh, I have three things. Crap. Crap. Okay. Three things. Good. I so, do. Yeah. Love that for us. So my big one that was nostalgia central, I would come home from school and it would be like the smell. It's another hot dish. Tuna noodle casserole. It just, that was like the winter, like easy, just throwing it all together with a bunch of cheese, putting all those breadcrumbs or some onion bits on the top. It's just like a good Mm -hmm. hot noodle Mm -hmm. dish. That was one of the big ones. Okay. Then also, I grew up with a bread machine. And so my mother would get the bread machine going. And we'd come home to the bread machine cooking bread, and it would be, you know, honey oat or some sort of garlic something. But there's specific noises that happen when the bread machine is going that are just very nostalgic and lovely. And then with the bread machine bread, okay, did you ever have cheese Whiz in a jar that you scooped out with a knife? No. Oh, girl. Only the can. Let me tell you what. With the nozzle. Back a thousand years ago when I was a young one, in not this state that we live in now, I lived in a different state, and one of my fondest memories is homemade bread. Then we had a grilled cheese sandwich maker, and you'd slap, you get your knife and just dip it in that jar of cheese whiz, you'd slather it on there, stick that in the uh, grilled cheese maker, pop it down, and it was like, wow, hot cheese pouch. So that is definitely one of like um that's elementary school right there. That's mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm. you learn how to make peanut butter and jelly and how mm-hmm. to use the microwave and like maybe make macaroni and cheese and also how do you operate the hot sandwich press because that's it's pretty awesome. it's pretty safe once you figure you plug it in, you make sure you don't put your fingers on it. Hey, this is hot and then you know you close it. It's it's mm-hmm. not child safe, but it's instructions provided samantha safe mm-hmm. back in the early 90s this is the early 90s okay the early it was, 90s. A, it was a different time <laughs> my cheese whiz was in a jar so those those are the nostalgia the nostalgia just foods from mm-hmm. childhood that immediately it's just like oh yeah those were the those were the staples for mm-hmm. sure yeah. yes mm. uh three cheers for hot dish three Woo! cheers for hot dish well sam it looks like we have a few maybe three left uh why don't we take a stretch break brilliant and then we'll come back for the last couple here Hmm. everyone go get hydrated get that water yeah see you back here in a minute hey abpod listeners hope you're feeling groovy and this episode is bringing a slice of nice to your day did you know you could follow aquariusbehavior.pod on instagram to see weekly episode updates and behind-the-scenes podcast pictures. Yeah, it's true. You can also email the show at AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com to share your friendship stories or suggest a segment. Stay hydrated, buddies. Now on with the show. I need you to watch this Cheese Whiz commercial. Great. I will watch it right now. I hate leftovers. You know why they're called leftovers, Helen? Because they're leftover. Oh, we ought to have leftovers more often. 
I'm in a little jar. Here's uh, the other. I love that the entire family just leaves the dad because he's a whiny diaper baby. (laughs) I don't like broccoli or cauliflower. So I just have vivid memories. This is amazing. My knife just sinking into that, cracking into a new jar of cheese whiz. Wow. Wow. It was like the possibilities were endless when I was a child. Yeah. So this is incredible. I had no idea this product existed. And it is Cheese Whiz in a glass jar, like a jam jar or something. Stick that knife right in there. Wow. I like the ability to microwave it. That's really cool because I don't love Cheese Whiz. I liked it as a child because uh, Polly Shore's character in a Goofy movie ate Cheese Whiz all the time, you know, and he like squirts it all in his hand and there's the line. He goes, yeah, it's the Leaning Tower of cheese and uh, so I like Cheese Whiz because of that. But the ability to heat the Cheese Whiz, oh. It's transformative, That right? is transformative. And yeah, just sticking it on your vegetables, get out of here. I always <sighs> just thought that it was trapped in the tube until I remembered, no, you could scoop it with a knife. Well, wow. Welcome back, everyone, from the stretch break. I just needed to welcome show Morgan back. a uh, commercial for what Cheese Whiz was for everyone in the 90s. And how accessible it was to young Samantha for her sandwiches. In That's her incredible. Wow. Uh, are you ready for. <clears throat> I'm ready for another one. Come yeah, on. In. We're going to go middle Ayo. card again. There's three left. Middle Ooh. card. Morgan, what's your favorite movie quote? Oh. What comes to mind? Oh. I. Okay. I think just probably I would classify it as my favorite because it's something that I say uh, on a regular basis in just all types of conversations, which is uh, Jeff Goldblum's line from Jurassic Park. Life uh, finds a way. Finds a way. Yep. Because mm. uh, I love Jurassic Park. It's one of my favorite movies ever. And I love Jeff Goldblum come on this podcast or maybe don't because i i that's one of those tough things it's like i totally want (laughs) that would be so much pressure for me i don't know if i can deal with it and your presence (laughs) and also being so close to my actual human form i don't know what i don't know what my nervous system would do i i think i I would would start sweating i'd have a reaction i think like troy from community when he meets lavar barton You know, and he just freezes up and he starts yelling when he's gone. You can't disappoint a picture. All I wanted was a picture. All I wanted was a picture. <laughs> I feel like that would be me. That's big. That's big. What about you? Do you have a standout movie quote? I thought of immediately the movie The Holiday comes to mind and it's two moments because those okay. are just like, you know what? If it's a movie quote, it's the moment where it's like, oh. <gasps> Those were some great lines. Mm. And uh, the first one is when Kate Winslet is hanging out in the restaurant with Arthur. And he's like, yeah, you know, you have um, just been playing the best friend in your life and you need to be the leading lady. And like that was just one of those where I was like, oh, that's a great, that's just a great line right there. Just talking about, you know, how you see yourself in your life. And then um, the other one, it's just her story. But the other one's at the end when she's like, Jasper, no, I need to turn on the lights 
so that I can see better so I can yell at you. <laughs> this is my moment, okay? Yeah, and then she has her moment and she yells at the end of that monologue and it's just like, yeah, when uh, I saw this, I was just like, you know what? Those are two that are just really easy for me to say, yep, gumption. And Jasper, wait, I need to turn the lights on. <laughs> That is such a cute moment. Oh, the holiday. Yep. Uh, are you ready to jump in to, oh my gosh. I am. One? We have two oh, left. Oh, that was number, that card was number 65 on the green side. Okay. For movie quotes. Great. Here we go. Uh, so I would like the card to your left. But stage right? Yeah. My right <laughs> and know. your left. Is it supposed to yeah. be how you're looking at the audience or I how the audience know. is looking at you? We've done know. no research between the I last time we talked about this and now, and it's still just, I'm very scared to take a position. I don't know. I don't want to take a position on this because <laughs> I'm just not sure. <laughs> if you know, please DM us on Instagram. Yeah, no, don't put that in the comments. Please DM us. <laughs> I hope somebody out there knows that they're just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they didn't know this. <laughs> Those girls uh, hanging out in the pod lounge. Playing the best friend game. Uh, number 167. Mm, okay, okay. Morgan in middle school. What was your favorite clothing brand or style? Like, who was she? Middle school. Middle school. Middle school. So let's Ooh, say maybe our gap wow. of like fifth grade wow. to maybe mid seventh grade. You Jeez. know, before like, before the weird teenager energy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Okay. So I'm, my middle school was a sixth grade to eighth grade oh, okay then yes that so that's know. what i'm thinking great when you say middle school yes dark times middle school oh dark times uh, wow okay so i can more think of my middle school aesthetic yeah i wasn't super big into name brand things mm -hmm. i didn't care too much yeah uh, I was very specific about my Beanie Babies and how they had to be T.Y., but I didn't care as much what type of jeans I had yep. and where they came from. If they came from Marshalls yeah. or The Gap, didn't care. Um, I also had a cool older neighbor across the street, and she would give me her hand-me-downs. Oh, tight. So oh, I'd get like, so cool. And she was mm, maybe four grades ahead of me, three or four. So she was in high school. And so I would get cool hand-me-downs from her, and it was, like, cool teenager clothes from the Gap with a million buttons. And I felt so like, awesome. So mature. I was like, this is slamming, you guys. <laughs> slamming in this outfit. Mm, so buttons. cool. Oh. So I was super into, like, I was very into layers, mm -hmm. and in middle school, I... You know, it was very much like, oh, I'm going to wear, like, a T-shirt, and then there's going to be, like, a long sleeve button shirt over that. I played around with uh, spaghetti strap tank tops, mm -hmm. I think, as one does. Yes. As as a, you know, developing girl. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was super fun. I had a maroon one I really liked that I would wear with this pair of dark jeans mm -hmm. that had some embellishments on Ooh. the left leg of my bell bottoms because mm -hmm. they were also bell bottoms. This Heck was yeah, when, they were. This was when bell bottoms came back in. And it was exciting because my mom was like, oh my gosh, I wore bell bottoms as a kid. And so she thought it was very fun too. And it was like, we're both connecting on fashion and yeah. it's a fun time to shop. Uh, 
I just knocked over some stuff, but everything was empty and it's fine. No big deal. Carrying on. <laughs> so, uh, so they, that was like the middle school time, which was very fun. Uh, I also was into uh, like zip ups, like zip ups and hoodies were a very big thing. I was on the high school swim team starting in middle school and so like you know we'd have a team sweatshirt every year and stuff so like Mm -hmm. i was getting into hoodies yeah getting very into hoodies big (laughs) hoodies you know my school is on um Mm -hmm. school pride Mm -hmm. Uh, so it was also like you were going into the high school too so it was also like yeah, high I was hanging out with high schoolers. High schoolers. Oh, yeah. With so your cool I, high school clothes and your yes. cool high school friends. Oh, yeah. So I was in seventh grade, but because I was on the JV team mm-hmm. of a high school team and like we all practice at the same time, uh, people were just assigned to lanes based on their times. And so I was, yeah, mingling with uh you know, juniors and seniors when I was a seventh grader. And I'm just like, wow, I'm just feeling so cool. And I love the word mingling. Just Yeah, just we're mingling. mingling. We're mingling. Yeah. So it was really cool. And the pool was in the middle school. And so it was just like it always it also felt comfortable because it's like, oh, it's my turf. And like this is the locker that I'm in every day for every week for gym class and stuff like that. So it was a cool time. And that was when yeah, I feel like when I was in middle school, like the gap was kind of the place that the older, mature kids went. And in middle school, uh, American Eagle started becoming popular. And so it was kind of like American Eagle and Aeropostale. Yes, Aeropostale. I went to Aeropostale a lot. And but how did you pronounce it? Friend, Aeropostale? Oh, we did Aeropostale. Yeah, <laughs> because my... <laughs> My best friend in high school also worked at Aeropostale. <laughs> and so he worked there and I worked at Old Navy in the mall. And so we'd visit each other oh, on our breaks. <laughs> you guys had all the sweatshirts between you then. Old oh Navy and Aeropostale. It's too many wow. sweatshirts and like too many hoodies. It was ridiculous. It's when you yes. look in your closet and it's like, oh, it's getting thick in there. <laughs> oh, everything yeah. I have is just thick with a hood yeah 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 so um and yeah for those of you who don't know what aeropostale is aeropostale. i i feel like aeropostale was kind of it was a step down from american eagle and like a step up from justice like yes. remember justice the mm-hmm. store that became popular later like i never sh- got to shop there uh but it's kind of like a Claire's adjacent, like but for apparel. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was brighter clothes, but they definitely had an aesthetic like American Eagle where they just like plastered their name on everything. Yeah. And so it was kind of that same feel, but everything was a lot brighter where I felt like American Eagle was more earthy tones, mm-hmm. you know. And then there was, more you know, rustic. the Hollister and the uh, Abercrombie and Fitch, which were like very California mm-hmm. inspired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like yeah. they're over there. Well, and. Do you remember how dark those stores used to be? Do you remember oh, so dark. how they would have like half of the lights off and you would have to walk oh, around and it would off. smell? And there were just a lot. It was yeah. sensory overload up in there. It was. Wow. The music was so loud. The wow. music was blasting. As a, as a lady in my <sighs> mid-30s, thinking about the shopping experience for parents back mm-hmm. in the day with just the, the mm, it was a smelly time. Mm-hmm. That's a migraine. It right there. It is right there. See now, there was a Hollister right next to an eighth grade 
my favorite okay. store. Yeah, let's talk about you because you're also older than I am. So we have a couple years apart in like fashion and stuff. Our trends sometimes overlap mm-hmm. and sometimes it's sometimes like, I oh, don't. that hit you in fifth grade. That yeah. was a seventh grade for me. Mm-hmm. And like, here's how it's a fa- it's part of the light differences in our yes. personalities. Okay, so yeah, tell so, me what was popular when you were in middle school. I went on a very interesting journey uh, in seventh and eighth grade. In seventh grade, I would say it started out with preppy energy. So it was a lot of pastel button-ups and like that was the year I learned how to use an iron and so I had all of these button-ups clothes iron a clothing iron so then I would because I was also in charge of my own laundry and so I would put them in the dryer but then I'd need to iron my nice pastel collared things I'd wear my spaghetti strap white Mm-hmm. white tank top underneath okay. and then the buttons buttoned down just below mm-hmm. the boobs but then you know mm-hmm. we had our hair curled and then um gathered right here and right here and that was seventh grade samantha with glasses and a lot of like pink pastel white shimmery eyeshadow is this speaking to anyone because wow it's smelling like seventh grade up in here oh my gosh and then in eighth grade we took a turn Mm-hmm. And I met some other cool kids and they all shopped at a Hot Topic. And so our Hot Topic was right next door to like a Hollister or an Abercrombie and mm-hmm. Fitch. And so I just have yes, it was. memories of walking by in like my big Jinko jeans and like mm-hmm. I had like my black plastic bracelets and like my bra strap that I wore as a choker. Oh my and- God. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell the story. With a safety pin. <laughs> oh I don't remember how this came up, but it was just a couple weeks ago that we were chatting yes. and I, oh we found jokers at a store and i was like morgan mm-hmm. <laughs> back when i was in eighth grade i thought it was way cool because you know how when you have a bra and it has like um, adjustable straps and mm-hmm. so the strap can just come off i was like well I'll safety pin this sucker together and now it's a choker and i wore that for a saw probably until 10th grade wow. like that was a three-year fashion item for samantha but it was uh yeah the clothing of seventh and eighth grade, mm-hmm. very, very two sides of the spectrum. Very mm-hmm. um, going from seventh grade, everything is very pastel and light and cozy. And then eighth grade, mm-hmm. wow, I discovered like, you know, metal music and like corn and slipknot. And yes. it was just like, oh, well, now what is this darkness inside of me? I'm a shop at Hot Topic to find out. I remember because we we shared a mall like we shopped at the same mall growing up and I remember that hot topic you're talking Mm -hmm. about it was next to the movie theater and it opened up and it was a very big deal it was huge Um, I loved going in there I had to to go to the (laughs) other bigger mall like 30 minutes away beforehand Mm -hmm. and then a hot topic opened is it your punk phase your goth phase like how do you identify you know it's just it's goth is just such a loaded word but i would yeah i would say that it was my goth phase it's rock and roll it's just man like, yeah man it was just a lot of dark colors and yeah. like sadness but yeah i would say that that was my goth phase Dang. okay mm-hmm. that's great i did not have a phase like that i was like mm, not full preppy mm-hmm. but i was preppy inspired and also a little bit of just lazy grunge yeah and so I was just kind of like, I'm going to show up. And I was probably like, I was probably late to class. And I'm just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I just came from swimming. Yeah. A little. See, I'm on the JV team. <laughs> yeah. I would say it's definitely like a tie situation, like a tie in Travis Birkenstock from Clueless kind of like combine a little bit. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yes. It's mm-hmm. But I also got really good grades in straight A's. So 
Nah, you know, it was just kind of whatever. Ding, <laughs> ding, that was me. And so, as you're talking about like the spaghetti strap tank tops yes. and the shirts, like that was also very much the vibe for me in middle school was like, oh, it's V-neck shirts. Mm-hmm. It's a three, tank top underneath. Three quarter length with oh, some yeah. sort of zip up something. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh-huh. a Henley. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. A Henley shirt, short sleeves. And then your tank top was always longer than your t-shirt. You had to make sure that it came out at the bottom. Yes. And if there was lace on it, even better. Oh, Get loved me a lace out. tank top. Yes. Oh, um, that little peekaboo of lace in the back, and mm-hmm. then it falls on your denim jeans, mm-hmm. and it lays flat, and you're just like, who am I? It's the best. Wow. It's the best. Oh, my gosh. So I love that. I love everything about your style. <laughs> oh, my God. Who seventh, is she? Man, seventh and eighth grade, Samantha. I just I love going back and talking about the style choices that the Us Collective, you know, mm-hmm. in the back in the day, because we were proximity with each other our entire mall years of growing yes. up until we actually met. And so it's just so funny that, yeah, you know that Ships store? in the night. You know that one store? You know how great it was when that one store came into the mall? That was really tight. Yeah, that was a lot of... Um, Shelf tank tops, call them shelf tank tops. It mm-hmm. was like if because it was With also the, the weird, bra. the weird puberty phase where it's like, oh, I can have double protection. Just put mm-hmm. on two of these suckers plus a bra, and I'm set. Man, it really made seventh and eighth grade mm-hmm. like navigable, amazing for, for my gym chest. Class. <laughs> yeah, amazing for gym class. Revolutionary, oh my gosh. huge. Mm. Oh my god, I love that. And I will say too, some of those styles are now coming back oh. today bell bottoms are which back. i'm noticing like yes. bell bottoms are back and so we do have even with colors like the color palette with clothing i'm feeling cool the again. summer and fall mm-hmm. it's like very it's like browns and mustards and yellows and i'm like wow earthy tones i'm like oh that's interesting yeah. we're kind of back to a, a 1970s sort of vibe it seems like yes. and a lot more like peasanty flowy Give dresses harvest gold Ooh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's a fun time. It's a fun time. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, we got uh those stretchy uh tattoo chokers. Uh I sure did. that's like what I remember them being called. And so if you're familiar with Jenna Marbles, mm-hmm. uh she wears one in her later videos, like the black one that she always has on. How many chokers can you wear? Yeah. So we found a four pack at five below, which is a dollar <laughs> store where everything is about five dollars. Or under, Can usually. We, I am not talking, we are not going to talk about how I totally thought Five Below was like a high-end, like, winter athletic wear something. Oh, 100%. I and did then too. walked through the doors mm-hmm. with you, and it was like, oh, I was wrong. We no. get to walk through an internet mall. I thought it was like a, a winter sports yeah. good store. Yeah. For like, yeah, it was like high-end skiing equipment. No. no. It was, it's so much better for me because I don't do, like, outdoor <laughs> winter activities. So much Not, better for Some me. people might be upset, okay? Like, if you're into snowshoeing or skiing, I'm sorry to disappoint you. If you have your weekend trip to Athens planned and you just can't find a coat, no. don't go to Five Below. Yeah, but if you like cheap crafts or, you know, candy, Five Below is for you, yeah. let me tell you. And the, that's where they had a four-pack of chokers that we absolutely bought. And yep. that's how the bra strap and I conversation came up. I wear them all the time. I wore it for the first time and my husband looked at me and he knows. So when we met six years ago, I was in a choker phase. <laughs> so he saw me wearing this choker and he just goes, oh, the chokers are back. 
I'm like, oh, yes. they are. It is oh. it is a renaissance of the choker life. Dark lipstick and oh. dark chokers. Yeah. See, I never went into a goth phase. Mm-hmm. I would say like there is a witchy phase yeah. where I, yeah, it's typically like at this time of my life when just my hair is really long because I tend to like grow my hair out super long till it's like touching my butt. And then when it starts getting stuck in my armpits and yep. seatbelts, I'm like, chop it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Chop it off. Chop, chop, chop it. And so I'll cut my hair super short. But when I have it really long, that's like a witchy phase for me when I'm all like kimonos and chokers, yes. flowy things, maybe Tassels. a big, long, chunky mm-hmm. necklace, mm-hmm. dark Fringe. lipstick. Yeah. Choker life. Oh. oh. I love it. Oh, I had so much fun talking. Apparently, I have a lot of opinions about nostalgic fashion wow. from my teen years. Yeah. We'll have to circle back. We'll put a pin <sighs> in this because I turns out that I could go through, I could talk us through every, all the phases of Samantha's fashion. Oh, my God. There was me an too. Overall fa- there was a bodysuit <gasps> phase. I can't even. I know. Corduroy. Yes. I Who is was she? very into corduroy uh. in elementary school. I had multiple pairs of corduroy overalls. <laughs> Oh my god, here for it. Jelly yes. flip-flops. Those plastic flip-flops. Sparkle ones. I've just, seen those too. It's coming like back. Out in We're the cool world. again. We're cool again, Morgan. Yes. <laughs> I mean, but now that Crocs are here, I can't imagine no, I can't go back. putting a kid in jellies because mm-hmm. jellies were also also awful. Like, <clears throat> you know, my uh one of my secrets is that I have incredibly sweaty feet. Mm-hmm. Incredibly sweaty. Uh, so they're just always like clammy and slippery. It's never quite safe to walk around because they're just slightly moist. Yeah, always. (laughs) Just always. Continually. And so jellies were never a great fit for my feet. Mm -hmm. And also the fact that I was a swimmer and so I was like constantly around water from a young age. And it's like a buckle. They're not made to be wet. Like jellies are very slippery as the name would imply. Uh, there's absolutely no support, but dang, were they cute as they all were heck. Sure, cute. And I did have a few, and I wore them anyway because I was like, I love these yeah, shoes. These are cool, <laughs> and this is what I want to wear. As like a seven year old, I'm like, I'm gonna suffer through it <laughs> for fashion. For fashion. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, well, uh, nostalgic, nostalgic things from our childhood oh, past and the fashion choices we made. Little Morgan and little Samantha. Bless them oh and their gosh, and their overalls. Oh, I love and their tank top shelfed. Yes, double, triple, yeah. triple the what tank is, tops. What is this last one, Sam Morgan? I need you to physically pick it out of my hand. Thank okay. you. Okay, now I'll have that back. Thank you. <laughs> Tradition. Ooh, on a scale, what are we gonna end on? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. We're gonna we're going back to kids. See, it was like kids' costumes, mm-hmm. kids' clothing, and now we're gonna talk about were your parents strict growing up. The question is, number 27, on a scale from one to five, how strict were your parents when you were growing up? Mm. What constituted as your strictness? Like, what was... Mm. It's like, I can... I While you think about this, I'm going to jump in because I have some things. Okay, yeah. Please tell me your things. My parents were actually very chill about a lot of things growing up and very strict about a lot of things growing up. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't get my ears pierced until I was 13. Mm -hmm. I couldn't watch rated R movies until I was 13. Totally watched rated R movies before then. But, like, it was the rebel. It was the rebel. Yeah. So it's like so many movies. It's like, oh, have you ever seen that? It was like, well, I think I was 11 when it came out. So, nope, I didn't see Titanic was one of them. My mom took me. My mom broke the piece. G13 rule (gasps) to take me to Titanic. So I was 12, I think. Yeah, I was Uh not 13. She took me to the PG-13 movie and it was like a huge moment. So like strict about things like that. 
but they never like restricted mm-hmm. what kind of books I could read or like mm-hmm. the imagination things. But it was yeah. like the visual content mm-hmm. and like the please be home at a reasonable time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like night games, we could go play night games and run around in the dark until we felt like coming home. And my yeah. parents were just like, yeah, you're probably fine. We survived. Yeah. So I think that there's like different types of strictness. Mm-hmm. But man, I used to fight with my mom about it's PG-13. Oh, God. What's the difference of six months? It was Titan- just building up to. I was one of the last kids in my class to see Titanic. Turns oh. out that this is a sore spot. So I was one of the last oh. kids to see it while it was still in theaters. So, you know, we still made the cutoff for theaters. But I just remember, like, mm-hmm. being so behind on the cool thing because I wasn't 13 yet. Yeah. Oh, I see. So that was January birthday. Yeah. yeah February birthday. Uh, That's right. Aquarius. Aquarius. Mm-hmm. 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 Morgan, I get that. What was your well? Okay, but you didn't rate so on a one oh. to five. Mm. You know, then overall, because you said they were strict on some things, but yeah, pretty parents, lax on other things. I would say they're a three point five. Okay, because I would say that they cared more than the average parent. Like I knew that they cared deeply. Mm-hmm. They cared deeply about raising me with these foundational values of not watching PG thirteen movies. But mm-hmm. yeah, three point five. Okay, three point mm-hmm. five. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a uh, Samantha's nice parent on, scale of strictness. Unlike five is the most strict. Yes. Oh yeah, it is a okay, one good. to five scale. Okay. Thank you so for asking. So one is is not at all strict. No. And it's, then like it's like your roommates. Like it's oh like hey buddy mom, parent. Hey uh-huh. It's buddy parent. Okay. <laughs> and then five is the most strict. Like they're locking you in your bedroom every night. Mm-hmm. Like very structured. <sighs> Okay, I would say a three. Okay. Because I agree. My parents, too, it was like they were strict about some things, but then gave me a lot of freedom with a lot of things, especially by the time I got to high school and I was involved in a lot of extracurriculars. Like, I was in band and choir. I was in additional, like, special ones that weren't classes. And so it was like you met in the morning, before school, or, like, right after school, and then I was in a lot of extra band things like pep band and marching band and um, all that stuff. And I also did theater. And I was co-president of the Thespian Society oh in high school. And so, oh. uh, yes, I had a lot to do. Wow. And so I was just like, by the time I was like a junior and senior, I was just kind of bopping around all over the place. And like, involved and yes, stuff, yeah. And my parents both worked full time. I had a younger brother who was also involved in a lot of things and like couldn't drive at the time. <laughs> and yeah. so uh it the the focus like shifted more to him because he still needed a lot of support and I was like, "Hey, I know what to do. I'm good." <laughs> like, what do you need from me? Which was like, "Okay, just check in with us. Like let us know what your schedule is going to be. Like if you're not going to be home till 11, like let us know and stuff like that and so it was just like more about communication with my parents and as long as like I was communicating and like asking them things and letting them know what the scoop was like hey there's a basketball game tonight that I'm doing pep band with and then we all want to go to Perkins uh, afterwards Mm -hmm. Perkins oh yeah oh yeah So then it was like they knew. And by the time I was in high school, cell phones were also available. And so uh, most kids in my class had a cell phone. That was pretty typical. But they were like very basic phones, like flip phones, 
My first one didn't have a camera. Did you have an antenna? You oh, yeah. My first one did have an antenna. Love so that. if I didn't have great reception, I could pull it up. <laughs> it, it was very small. It was like <laughs> pocket sized. I feel a thousand years oh, old. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Yep. And just like. Uh, it would be just the number keyboard. Yeah, the T nine texting where you had yep. to pr- or the ABC texting where you had to press the number. Oh how yeah, many times? a couple times. Yeah, to yep. get over to C. Exactly, exactly. So, and it was <laughs> my first cell phone. Also had a texting limit, and so by the time I had one, I had unlimited calls on mine, but I had limited text messages Uh and so like i would get an alert that said you're about to go over on your text messages and then it would be the thing every month that i was like okay you don't want to go over otherwise like you're gonna hear about it from dad (laughs) you know he's gonna lecture everybody 10 cents each morgan (laughs) yes exactly 40 extra yep yep ridiculous i know so (laughs) that was just yeah that was the very uh big thing for us i forgot why we started talking about that but it was relevant. It, oh yes, to yeah. how yes, strict or not strict. Yeah. Uh, so because you had cell, you had cell yeah, phones, you like could communicate with your parents. There it is. The chaotic storytelling exactly. comes back full circle. It's coming back. It's all coming back. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, I would say I would say a three, and it was just like the things that they were strict on. I think in a similar way to you, there were some things about like movies. Um, there was they were strict about like ages at which I could do things like Mm -hmm. when I could start dating and uh, when I could like go places unchaperoned and you know when I could get a job and like what kind of those things looked like. I did also notice that as the first child I had a uh, I guess like the times when I could do things was a I don't know how to state this. I'm I'm the Hmm. It was like later for you and earlier for your sibling. Yeah. Like how my sister could get her ears pierced when she was like 10, but I had to wait until I was 13. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like I had, um, like I had to wait a lot longer until my parents were okay with me dating. And then when my younger sibling kind of got to middle school, they sort of didn't care anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think Mm -hmm. they were, Mm -hmm. or it was a lot of things where it was like, okay, well, since like, Morgan gets to do this. I mean, we're going to let her sibling do it, too. And so he'd get to do it along with me. And I'm like, but I had to wait wait. like three more years. And he's always going to be younger than me. So, okay. So there was also Uh, just like that aspect, too, where the mantle of the first sibling that we carry for all of you second siblings out there. Yeah, you're welcome. Wow. Yeah. Because we're the experiment. We're the practice kid. We're the practice kid. <laughs> like, you know, our parents are learning how to become parents. We're just like the training yeah. kid. Set- setting boundaries. And- yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they get mm-hmm. to the second one and it's just like, well, this is just fun. Like, we know what to do. We're like, oh, this wasn't as big of a deal as they made it out to be. So we can throw that rule out the window for the second one. Yeah, it turns out this wasn't important. <laughs> no. They're oh just gosh. like more relaxed. Uh, so, yeah, I would say solid three. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I thought, like, my parents were, like, for the most part, generally fair. Yeah. And, like, 
the things they restrict on made sense to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't get upset about a whole lot of things. So I was like, okay, whatever. It's like I'd be indignant, mm. but it's like, fine, it makes sense. But no, I'm going to be mad about it because I'm in eighth grade and I'm going through my gut phase. And we need I to mean, be mad. Yeah. Because those hormones going. Yeah. Like back, in, back then I'd be like, if you asked me this question, it's like eighth grade Samantha or oh. ninth grade Samantha. I'd be like, or like a four and a half or a five. Yeah. Like they're the most strict ever. I can't, I can't even believe it. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. But like, hmm. Now looking back, the rosier view of it, yeah, like, I would well, say. We survived. <laughs> we all survived. <laughs> we thank all God. Survived. Can you believe that every human on the planet yes. goes through puberty and experiences that? That's so weird to think about. It's like we've all been there. Everyone like, has we've that little all, secret part. It doesn't matter who you are or where you're mm-hmm. from. Like, you, you, we all do it. You had it's the weird growing horrifying. up years and you had to navigate what to do with that weird body of yours absolute nightmare wow we've all lived through that that's amazing oh wow being a human is such an experience it is i love talking about this stuff like hey here was my human experience and i used to scoop cheese whiz from a jar with a knife yep how's your journey then (laughs) wow yeah this has been a great week of the best friend game you brought up some incredible questions just some good ones that i had a lot to say about Yeah, a lot more to say than to not say, Mm -hmm. uh, I think, was how this week turned out. More opinions as opposed to non-opinions. Yes, a lot of Mm -hmm. an abundance of opinions this week, if you will. And (laughs) I will. I had a great time. Great picks, Sam. Uh, Thanks for coming, friends. Uh, It's just always been a nice time with you. Uh, Happy Wednesday. Yes. See you next time. We're going to wrap it up. See you next time. Bye.